the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Byron York is also in the Beltway. And Byron, this is the week that we live for, right? It's before the cicadas come and it's warm. <laughs> the cicadas, you know, I am, I am a person in Washington who remembers the last time the cicadas were here, 17 years ago. And I have to tell you, it was so weird. It was like living in a 1950s science fiction movie. It was just this yeah. loud buzz everywhere you went every day, every moment. Really, I, I wasn't here for that. I was here 34 years ago in Reagan, no. and yeah, and you step on them you were on here the, for the Reagan cicadas. I was there for the Reagan cicadas, and you step on them everywhere, and they run. They, they were called clumsy flyers. They're not clumsy flyers. They drop like pellets from the sky on your clothes. It's terrible. But let us yeah. not. Most people will not be sympathetic. Byron, you wrote about immigration this week, and I want to go back and talk with you a little bit. The, the, the biggest story of the day, though it won't be recognized, is actually the census. And the census comes out not for political reasons, not because the Republicans get a marginal advantage, blah, 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 but because this is the lowest population growth since the 1930s and the second lowest since we began taking the census in 1790. It's a population crisis. If we do not grow... We will not endure. This is this is a basic demographic fact. China and India will just eat our lunch in the age of artificial intelligence and innovation and invention. What are we going to do about it? We got to let more people in this country in a smart way. Well, just so uh, people know, the population of the United States census measured in 2010 was three hundred and eight million seven forty five five thirty eight. And the population of the United States, as measured by the 2020 census, is 331,449,281. So it has grown by 22.7 million uh, people in that 10-year period. That's 7.4%. It is uh, the lowest rate over a 10-year period um, that has uh, the second lowest rate that has been measured. Uh, but it is not uh, nothing. It is still 7.4% uh, over that 10-year period. Now, on the immigration part, I was, I was interesting. Uh, I was listening to you before, so I start going to my charts. And I go to the um, Homeland Security's uh, annual, uh, the yearbook of immigration, which I would recommend to everybody. It's a fantastic document, tons and tons of stuff. Looking at the green cards that uh, the United States grants every year, that is lawful permanent resident status. If you get one, you're in. Uh, you can stay in for all of your life. You can become a citizen. Um, the, the number that we've granted has been very stable for the last 20 years or so, which is about a million a year. Uh, as a matter of fact, they, we granted uh, more, uh, about a million a year uh, green cards every year, except 2013, and I think that economic conditions uh, at that point played a role in it, since 2005. And um, they did significantly more green cards, for example, than were given in the 90s or in the 80s during the Reagan period. 
And uh, all I would say is that's not nothing. Uh, that's a significant uh, amount of immigration, of making Americans, uh, creating new Americans. Uh, it, it, it stayed high during the Trump years uh, because Trump did focus on illegal immigration. So um, I, I think the situation is not as bad as you, not as dire. Okay, as you. Let, let, me, let me try and explain it to you this way or to the audience this way. You'll get it. If you are a, um, a new entrepreneur and you're setting up business and you have $330,000 to begin your business and you're in the same space as two other competitors who have uh, not $330,000, but uh, $130,000. I'm hoping I'm getting the math here. Uh, well, I mean, $1,300,000. So China and India have 1.3 billion people. We've got 330000 We are competing in artificial intelligence, innovation, education, and invention with two superpowers of population. And we are getting our lunches handed to us, Byron. As a purely American exceptionalist who wants to endure and prosper, we need to let in. We, it's not nothing. I agree. It's, it's a million people a year. That's great. We need five, seven, ten million people a year. And the country's got plenty of space for them, especially if they come in under the cotton system based on talent and drive and capital. And I, I mean, we just we got to bring people in or we're going to get our, our you know, we're going to be toast. So and China has always in terms of population has always been bigger than the United States. Right. Correct, but they have never had okay, capitalism now, at, at their... Point, at, at what point did population become the key to its economic progress uh, in, 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 in history when it wasn't before? When they took, when they took on uh, Chinese, uh, uh, socialism with capitalist characteristics, China with, uh, you know, when they began to say capitalism with Chinese characteristics, that's when it mattered. Population matters to capitalism. It is the fundamental driver of capitalism growth. And when India and China embraced uh, free markets, their population advantage began to kick in. That's why China has closed the gap by some metrics to equality and by all metrics within 10 years beyond us, because they have embraced capitalism with Chinese characteristics. It's not freedom. Don't get me wrong. It's not freedom, but it is capitalism and it works with people. And how how do we get to a five, seven million green cards a year? Uh, I'm going to ask Cotton that. I believe you throw your doors open. <laughs> I, I, I believe that you throw your doors open in the uh, consulates of the world and say, uh, yeah, we'll take your tired and your poor over the southern border and we'll figure that out. But we want your smart people who want an education. We don't want people who are working for the state shut down basically PRC and word immigration. We want Indians and Indonesians, and we want Russians who want to get the hell out of that country. Uh, we want Europeans who are tired of bureaucrats. Bring us your entrepreneurs and your hard workers. And, you know, my the Hewitt theory about Detroit is give everyone with a toolbox uh, one of the abandoned houses in in Detroit and let them go rebuild the city. I, I mean, it's not really that hard to find people who, who want to work. Well, one of the weird things uh, about the Biden administration uh, was what the president did, President Biden did, about refugees. Uh, president Trump had lowered the number of refugees admitted per year, and Biden was widely expected to raise it. Uh, and then he didn't. And then there was such a brouhaha that within hours he announced he would, in fact, raise it. But the weird thing is that the refugee system is a system in which 
someone overseas who wants refugee status in the United States applies for it overseas, and the United States government can evaluate that claim and then decide to let him in or not. In other words, it gives the United States control over who comes into the country. In other words, that's a good thing. Yes. The bad thing is this is a large uh, horde, uh, a surge of people crossing the United States-Mexico border illegally, and then the Biden administration saying, oh, it's okay, you can stay. Uh, so it, he, he minimized the good thing. And he's maximized the bad thing. And yeah, the, the it, refugee it, decision. Situation. Yeah, the refugee decision. Uh, Donald Trump was pretty generous on refugees until the last year when COVID broke out. And there's been some bad reporting that Trump was terrible on refugees. He's, he's actually pretty good on refugees until COVID broke out when we had to shut everything down. Now we've figured out that you can inoculate people vaccinate people and let them in. And Joe Biden ought to be aggressively allowing refugees in, especially based on merit. Yeah, it, it, Byron, it just frustrates me. It's not really that difficult of a problem, except that the extremes in America polarize it. And the southern border is a mess. And that's not the way to do it. I mean, just come one, come all, all, all in free is not the way to do it. And they don't get health checks and they don't get vaccinations and they don't get education and they don't get sponsorships. But that doesn't have to be the way we've done it. Ellis Island style over the generations of America when we filled the continent up. Well, you, look, there there has always been an immigration deal just sitting out there, uh, which is uh, legalize more people in the United States and legalize the arrival of more people if you stop illegal the flow of illegal immigration on the southern border. There's that's it in a nutshell. Deal. That's and, it in a nutshell. Yep, and both neither side. Will go for it. Neither side will go for it because Democrats will not accept actual physical security at the southern border. And uh, Republicans no longer believe Democrats when they say they will accept. Uh, you have security. hit the nub of the problem. I believe the carrot that breaks it is regularization for the 14 to 20 million people who are here, save those who are under indictment, convicted, or but that a person was the of interest. That Trump could have taken. Trump I know, Trump could have taken it. He didn't. He gave him DACA. Yeah, Trump didn't take it. It was the biggest mistake of his term. But we can take it now. I'm mean, talking with Cotton about it. We can take it now. And not just DACA. I'm talking the whole shebang. Make it so an offer they can't refuse. Byron York is a must-read. Follow him on Twitter. Follow me to the next segment, America.